Hello, and welcome to the Abundant Life Christian Center podcast, where our mission is to see you focused, faithful, fruitful, and fulfilled. We just ask that you listen with an expectation to receive. And stay tuned after this episode to find out how you can further connect with us. If I'm the church, I'm called for impact, I'm called to be perfected, and I'm called to worship. Amen. Worship, write this down, is reverent honor and respect of God. Amen. Reverent, you, you should have that reverence and respect of God, whether it's in your house, whether it's in this church, whether it's in this building, wherever you are, there should be a reverence and respect of God. People should reverence and respect you because of the God in you. Amen. There's, how many of y'all been around certain people that won't do certain stuff around you? Amen. And y'all ever been y'all ever been at a place and they waiting for you to leave? I've been at places where they like, come on, can the man leave? Can we, can we let him leave? Let him leave. Then when they leave, they like, oh yeah, Lord, <laughs> I'm not God, y'all. <laughs> can I get a witness? I'm not God. And and uh, there are times we have we can have good time, but it's just being weird with our time. Amen. But I'm just saying you can you can be at places and uh, the God in you. Now, watch this. Because of the worship and the reverence and the respect that you have for God will flow out of you on the other people. When I'm the church, I worship you. Tanya, Tanya and the team ain't got to tell you worship. When you've been through, I'm going to tell you something. And I've said this before and I got to hustle now. I got to say this. If you knew what God blocked for you. Can, Tanya, let me tell you something. You probably wouldn't be able, we probably wouldn't be able to get you up. Matter of fact, you probably wouldn't even made it to here because wherever you were, you were still being on your face worshiping if you knew everything. If you knew everything, you, you, you probably couldn't even see me because of the tears out of your eyes. Some of y'all caught Revelation today, and some of the, you know, come on, man, think about it. When you really know, notice that girl, when she knew Jesus, when she, she was crying, she was, man, she, she couldn't even stop crying. And she, then she cleaned his feet with her hair. Why do you think he says every knee shall bow, every tongue? People always tell me, when I stand before God, I'm going to tell him why he did this. What was his problem? Man, in the face of holiness, all you can do is bow your knee. Your knees, hey, look, your knees like, we're going down, we're down. (laughs) And you're like, where my knees? Where my legs? Ah! (laughs) In a suit, in a suit. Hey, that's real, man. I got to do real to get it on cross. Amen. Glory to God. Amen. <laughs> Am I right though? Glory to God. Your knees even know how to fall. Yes. You know, when you're in front of God, you don't think you're saying nothing. Yes. Your tongue, your tongue is like. <laughs> you say one word. I'm gonna tell you what the word holy. You're gonna be like the four and twenty elders. You're gonna throw everything to holy. Are you damn. Every knee, I don't care how bad you think you are, you will bow. Yes. 
Holiness has a way of making you go down. (laughs) You think you bad now. Oh, you wait. You know. (laughs) But y'all ever get a pit in your stomach? No, I mean, like, you thought it was, you might have thought you were done. You know, you, you know, somebody cut in front of you and, you, and your car went like that. Yeah, uh, I thought that was it. Like if you were on the Bay Bridge this weekend. <laughs> you know, how many of y'all saw the Bay Bridge and you said, you thought, you thought like I did, Father, I think it wasn't me. And then you pictured yourself and you were like, what would I have done? And I, I would have been there. What is wrong with y'all? In Jesus' name! <laughs> glory to God. Hey, glory to God. I believe a lot of people were calling on Jesus. Oh, amen. Yes, sir. Glory to God. But did you notice where it was? It wasn't at the top. It was at the bottom. God was still working in, on behalf of folk who probably, some who didn't know him. He was protected. I'm telling you, God is blocking things from us. That could have been a lot worse. Amen. That's why I'm telling you, when we really get revelation of God, we just, woo, glory to God. She ain't got to tell you, put your hand up. Man, you want to put your hand up. Man, you know, well, Pastor, you don't know what I went through. You don't know what got blocked. (laughs) That part. You know, <laughs> right there. Secondly, it brings us to, oh, oh, can I rush down my thing? I, I'm going to finish. Y'all, can I finish? Game don't come on until later, right? Whatever. All right. Fellowship. The next part that the church is called to is fellowship. Fellowship is that word koinonia, which speaks of sharing a communion, a, listen to this, a common bond and life. It speaks of living, breathing, sharing, loving relationship with another person. So when we come together, uh, you know, don't be so quick to run. Uh, That's why I often make you shake hands or talk, because I want you to get koinonia fellowship with one another. Are you with me? The larger people grow sometimes, uh, they have a tendency to move away from other people. And people say, well, this one is, uh, they have words, uh, yeah, that word. All right. But I notice, I'm like that too. I I don't look like it, right? You're like, you're really, but you don't know me. My wife will tell you, if I go places, I'm really a solo guy. And I do think she's corrected. She's helped me a lot. She's like, she's like, you're just bad. You're just, just stop it. You know, I can be in a whole room room. I remember I was, we're a whole lot of pastors. We were all together. We were, and then we were like, we're going on break. They said, break time. I put paper out. They're like that. Because I said, no conversation. I don't want to talk to y'all. I ain't here for that. <laughs> yeah. She was like, what is wrong with you? She come back from the bathroom, I think it was. She was like, what is wrong with you? I was like, I don't want to talk to nobody. I ain't here for that. Glory to God. I said, and I did that. I did that to her one time. We were, we had, um, God had told me to move to another ministry. He had told me because of something I had to get from that other ministry, you know. And my other pastor knew about it, you know. And, um. 
when I went to this other ministry, I did like this to my wife, you know. I was standing there, ah, did I ever tell you this? I told her, I said, don't, don't, you ain't gonna know nobody here now. I said, don't, don't be going getting close to nobody because we ain't gonna be here long. And I don't wanna know nobody. I don't need, be, I don't need no friends. I'm fine. You fine too. <laughs> what the world? I'm telling her, is she fine? You know, and she's like, ooh. Okay, that's the way we planned. We were there nine years. <laughs> you know, we were Gilligan Island. We only went for a little bit. And, we, and, and guess what? I love them folk. There were a bunch of people, great relationships that we got out of that. And it was just good learning. And I was like, wow, man. I, we hated to go, but we were called to this. You know, and I was like, man, I really like y'all. I don't really like go. The kids cried. I cried. Everybody cried. You know, I know I cried. And uh, and I was like, man, I don't want to go, but I got to go. And 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 pastor was like, yeah, you you got to go. Got to do what God called you to do. And that's just, just go. You know, and I was like, OK, we got to go. And then my wife told me that she couldn't go until she heard that we had to go. Because she was locked in now. She was locked in. She was like, I ain't going nowhere. Lord ain't say, i never forget what God told me. Lord ain't say, I said, I reached over. I was sitting right up front. I think it was on this side. We were sitting up front. I said, Lord told me it's time to go. We got to go. She was like, Lord didn't tell me nothing. <laughs> remember that, baby? Remember that? Huh? Yeah. And she said, the Lord didn't tell me nothing. And man, I leaned right back into praise and worship like. <laughs> and that's when you go, you the man, right? And then you go, not now. You know, I guess I got told, but it was so good. She, she was so cool about it. I got to really, now I got to tell you the end of that. She was so cool about it. The way she's like, well, he ain't told me nothing yet. And I was settled in my heart that I'm not going to take my wife grab, uh, pulling her, grabbing and screaming. I just wasn't going to do that. And I said, God, as you have spoken to me, you will speak to her. If you have told me, if I'm hearing you, then we're going to do it. If I hear you, we ain't doing this because you're, you're a God of purpose. And I ain't just moving just to move just for the fun of it. Glory to God. Amen. And uh, she came back, what was it, a week or two? Madam, oh, she was trying not to hear. <laughs> and she came back and she heard and she said that the Lord has spoken to her. And uh, that's when I said, okay. Now we can go. All right. Why? Because I've, it was difficult for us to make the move because of fellowship. We have built so much there. And, I, you know, unless it was the will of God, it had to be the will of God to move me out of it. You see what I mean? Because the fellowship. So even where you are, there should be good fellowship. Now, can I say something with, along with this? Because I got to give you a last few things. Um, that doesn't mean everybody you're going to link with everybody because there are certain groupings in the church and, and people have said this, well, there, you got clicks. No, people like people. You know, Ty and I, can I use Ty and Ty? Now, I talked to them and we talked about cooking. Oh, my wife said this morning, she's like, she's like, y'all don't talk about, I told, because we changed the structure and things. I said, Ty, I guess we won't be talking as much anymore. And my wife said, yeah, you'll still talk about cooking. And we do. 
that's our, our thing that we talk about. You see what I mean? We just talk about food. If you come up, you probably hear us talk about food. I know that's crazy, but we call it by cooking. Amen. But I like to cook. She knows how. There's little tricks she knows that I don't know. She said a word the other day and I was like, and then, you know, after you said that word to me, I saw it on. Now, I ain't going to tell you the word. Well, I'll tell them because they'll say I ain't, you should have known slurry. I saw it on a cooking channel. I was like, that girl knew what she talking about. Because <laughs> I was asking her, I said, girl, now, and she said, slurry. I said, no, I'm, I, told, I said something else. No, I'm mixing it. <laughs> and I said, and she said, you're, you're, it's, it's called slurry. I was like, oh, that's what that is? Oh. And I did say that. But, but at the same time, that's what we're talking about. You know, there are some of you that have that same thing you common bond there are certain things that we like you like basketball you like talking sports you know well if you start talking sports with him he gonna hang out with you don't talk wrestling him and lj be like yeah let's go glory to god amen that's them but i can't make everybody hang out with everybody does that make sense you know it, tanya if you don't sing she don't want to hang out with you <laughs> No, I'm playing, I'm playing, I'm playing, I'm playing. And you can't sing, and she's like, oh, God, no, you riding with her in the car going, yes, I did it, my Lord. And that girl having trouble with that. No, I'm playing, I'm playing, no, I shouldn't do that to you. All right, but does that make sense? All right, so there are certain people that, and don't get mad when, well, why don't that, and then you make yourself friendly. If you don't want to talk to nobody, if you're doing like I do, did all the time. I just did that the other day, and the, uh, I was at another thing, and the Lord, and, and you know, I did me again. I, I said, my wife ain't with me. <laughs> and I, I show up late. I mean, I show up, not late, but on t- five minutes before we start, just to sit in the back. And then I go, yeah, I'm good. I ain't got to sit on trying nobody. I'm good. I ain't got to talk to y'all. Glory to God. I'm just here to receive. And then, wouldn't you know it, we break. What do I do? Get on the phone. Hey, girl. T, what's up, girl? How you doing, baby? You know. And then, what did everybody do? The Lord said, we're going to break you. Everybody came to me. Pastor Jack, how you doing? Pastor Jack. I was like, ah, I got to hang up. <laughs> you see what I mean? We're going to break you out of that. Because fellowship is the way that God desires for us to be. I got to break out of it. Amen. You got to break out of it. Because people learn and people are better because you're in their life. And there's something you have to offer. I didn't realize when, as long as I was sitting outside this guy, we started talking about God and talking about certain things that he needed. And he needed that for me. You see what I mean? Because there was information that God had already downloaded into me that now I had to give to him. And so a lot of times when you're closing your doors, you're preventing other people from learning too. Somebody say amen. I'm learning. I'm getting better. I'm getting better. Glory to God. But that, that's something I have to rebuke, renounce. It's not God because fellowship is a good thing. 
Somebody say amen. Because iron still sharpens iron. There's a lot of you I don't know enough about, but we haven't had the time to spend yet. But we probably will. You know, I've had a great time. I thought you were just the funniest thing, and I just appreciate your life. Glory to God. There were certain ones, you know, oh, praise the Lord. Hi, Rochelle. <laughs> Glory to God. Last but not least, the next two things, we got to be keepers of truth. Why do we have to be keepers of truth? Because deception is, is real. And deception comes in the form of lies. Amen. And the whole purpose of deception is to get you to believe something that is, pardon me, not true. And so you and I got to be keepers of truth. Remember that study under the word? The word of God is the truth of his word. You got to rightly divide that so that you know exactly what God's word is saying. So that when things are being said to you, you can recognize error right away. Amen. Somebody say amen to that. Last but not least. All right. Or two parts. Can I give you two parts and let you go? Discipleship. Discipleship is critical. Why is it critical? Because I'm discipling to be like him. I, I am discipling you to be like him. All right. A disciple. Turn with me to Luke real quick, real quick, real quick. Turn with me to Luke six. Uh, Luke six and 40. That wasn't on my my scripture list, but turn there real quick before we go. Luke six and 40. There should always be outer signs that point to the inner Christ. All right. And what do you mean by that, Pastor? There should always be people should always be able to see the God in you, the hope of glory. Amen. All right. Why? Because everybody should be like the teacher. Did you catch that? Give me Luke 6 and 40. Amen. Look what he says. Oh, Luke 6 and 30. Let me get uh, Luke 6 and 40. Amen. Luke 6 and 40. Look what he says. A disciple is not above his teacher, but everyone who is perfectly trained will be like his teacher. You and I should be like him. Amen. Are you with me? I should be Christ-like, not just on Sundays. And then when I see myself, remember, remember that maturation thing, that maturing thing? When I find myself not like him, I should repent. Amen. 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 And now, can I, can I be honest with you real quick before I go? As you grow in life, you're going to find a lot, a lot of things in you not like him. Start making the change. Start making the change. When you start recognizing, when you see, and then sometimes God's going to bring people in your life that really illuminate that thing in you. And you go, oh, I got to make a change. Amen. All right. The more you get, the more you mature in him, the better you're going to get with this. Somebody said no one's going to end the game perfect. But you're going to end it mature. Amen. That's a difference. Amen. I'm mature to recognize when I'm outside the will of God and get back in. Somebody say amen to that. Amen. All right. Secondly, that brings me to a place of service. This is the last thing. It brings me to a place of service. And you can write this down. Service. Why? Turn with me to 2 Corinthians 6 and 1. Why? Because you are laboring together with God. Your purpose is to labor together. Oh, I got to give you one more scripture. Labor together with God to fulfill his call in your life. You labor together with him. Look what the Bible says. Laboring together as God's fellow workers with him. Then we beg of you not to receive the grace of God in vain. That merciful kindness by which God exerts his holy influence on souls and turns them to Christ. 
keeping and strengthening them do not receive it, receive it to no purpose. Do you see what he just said? He just said, you're here so that somebody else could come to know him. We're going to work together. He's saying this, you and I are going to work together so that somebody else will know me the way that you know me. Hunt your neighbor say, I know that's right. Glory to God. You write this down. You and God are working together. You're both. You're in the machine shop. You are continually developing, discovering, and he's always creating new machinery and he's using you to do it. Amen. This is where we got off of. We said, well, why aren't churches changed? Why aren't people changed? We stopped doing what we're supposed to do. And when we stop doing what we're supposed to do, we're not going to see the increase that God wants to be. Somebody should know God, Jesus Christ, because of me. Amen. Am I right, darling? Somebody's life should be better because mine was. Amen. That doesn't mean I got to tell my testimony. That means I got to tell them about Jesus Christ. You, you see what I mean? Somebody took the time to tell you, told your mom on them and mom on them told you. Are y'all with me? All right. Look with this. Can I give you a little last scripture? You know, I said this before and I'll say it again. A lack of commitment and more of a confession and no commitment gets us nothing. When we have a commitment of Christ and then the confession backs it up. Now we're getting somewhere. Why? So many people, you know, I want to accept the award. I want to accept this award on the behalf of my homies. Yeah. For the doing the boogaloo. Thank you, Lord. For my top single dropping like it's hot. <laughs> it's true, though, right? Now y'all, y'all see it every time. I want to thank my Lord and Savior. And in the song, if he's your Lord and Savior, then the song should exemplify him. We just read that you should be like the teacher. The teacher ain't dropping it. The teacher, sure enough, wasn't taking his clothes off. Ooh, here comes the hard part. You watch it. You encourage it. You spend money to it. You are party to it. You can't love God and love the world too. Now we make a joke about it. But you can't have a, ooh, I just went down your street. Don't feel bad. Don't worry about it. You know, I know I'm hitting few. Understand this. You glorify and you honor God. Your commitment to Christ is to him and him alone. Your, your words can say whatever they want, but your heart's got to say something different. When your heart says something different, you act like him, you talk like him, you walk like him. Stop saying you're of him. If we, we got 50% of people going to church but we got no change in people. The change comes because it comes through the heart. When that word hits your heart, it brings change. If the word ain't hitting your heart, you're not going to change. I don't care who you are. I mean, it, it can be me, it can be you. 
until the word of God changes and touches your heart, there's not going to be change. But can I read you one more scripture? Because people say, let's go to Matthew 28 yeah, and then we'll go home. All right. Y'all good. <laughs> now the next award show y'all see, you be like, I ain't judging my boy, but, but that, that, that song, amen, glory to God. Matthew 20, 25, Matthew 20, 25, we'll leave you with this. Amen. Did y'all get blessed? You receive anything? Glory to God. Well, if you didn't go look at the stream, stream again. If you didn't get anything, you should have got that second uh, Matthew 16. You know, I love that part we talked about with the walking on water where Peter did walk on water and it was duration, not a little bit. Oh, only me. Okay, praise Jesus. Look at this. Jesus called them to himself and said, you know that the rulers of the Gentiles lord over them and those who are great exercise authority over them. Real quick, and I'll let you go. Yet it shall not be so among you, but whoever desires to become great among you, let him be your servant. Look at that. He's saying, he's saying, who's great among you and whoever desires to be first among you. Was I tripping? First among you, let him be your slave. All right. Just as the son of man did not come to be served, but to be served and to give his life for ransom for many. God is trying to tell us today that he really wants you and I to be able to be a blessing to the body of Christ. And I, there was another part of scripture I wanted to read to you, but I won't read to you where Jesus made the statement. He even asked us, he said, so the greatest among you shall serve. He said, so serving should be something that every one of us should really want to do. Does that make sense? But he also showed us this, that see, because sometimes we think it's somebody else's job. But he said in the scripture that, uh, that he asked the question, Lord, when were you sick? When were you hungry? When were you? And he said, when you didn't do this to the least of one, you did it to me. And see, we're waiting for the team to come together when you are the team. You know, there are some people God's speaking to you about that you can already go and affect their life for the glory and the honor of him. You're waiting for pastor to show up and God's waiting for you. That's why he gave the call. You should lay hands on the sick because it wasn't regulated to the fivefold. It was regulated to the church. And you're waiting for the church. You're waiting for somebody else to do it when God said, I'm waiting on you. Thank you for joining us for this episode. We pray that you receive the life-changing word today. And remember, you can stay connected with us via text by texting ALCC to 302-204-9040. And go ahead and like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter and Instagram. And subscribe to our YouTube, Spotify, and podcast channels. Now, if you would like to sow into the ministry, you may do so online at ALCC1.org or by texting ALCC and the dollar amount to 84321. And remember, Satan is defeated, darkness is dispelled, and Jesus Christ is Lord.